It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken farm, and I am freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's that time of the week. We are now joined by Auburn guard Zepp Jasper. Zepp, how you doing today? I'm doing all right. How you doing today? I'm good, man. I'm good. Congrats on that uh, that commanding win over the Yale Bulldogs this past Saturday. We were talking before we clicked record, Zepp, but uh, a strong and quick start goes a long way in a game like that. Oh, yeah. Um, we always talk about coming out and, and coming out strong from the jump. You know, because when you don't come out strong from the jump, you don't you don't you don't make a statement. So we wanted to make a statement, no matter the team on the jersey, no matter who we play, um, we wanna make a statement. And um we made a statement early on in the game. And that's what that's what made us come out strong. When I was looking up stuff about Yale before you guys played them, their guard, uh Swain, I think is his name. Seemed like a pretty uh, pretty effective scorer. You uh, you locked him up a few times there, but uh, a guy like that, kind of getting the opportunity to defend a player like that, um, what all goes into that kind of preparation? Um, when you when you look at film and you and you look at videos on what he do and what's his weakness, what's his strengths. Um, coming into the game, we thought Swain was a was a great player, yeah. a good score, one of the best scores we've played. Um, in our eighth eighth game, and um. You know, he's a great player. I respect him as a player and respect how he plays. But, you know, we dig we dig deep down in every little thing he did. And I think he struggled against the length, uh, the yeah. pressure. And um, I just think he never seen defense like this this year. Um, and I, I think it shows what type of defense we got. And it shows how strong our defense is. And it shows no matter how much you score, no matter how big of a score you are, when you play against Auburn, you're going to struggle. You're going to have to be able to take the pressure. You're going to have to be able to take the shot blockers. Um, we just have so many strengths in our defense, and, and I just enjoy it playing playing with these guys. Well, and a big thing is depth. I mean, that's such a big part of, of why you guys were able to play at that intensity because you know you're going to get relief and your teammates are going to come in and back you up. But this Yale team, you know, just kind of listening to uh, – on the radio interview with with Coach Stephen Pearl, they, he said, "Hey, these guys are not going to be afraid to play eleven guys." And so there was going to be a lot of different players on the court. We ended up seeing that on Saturday, um, but kind of preparing for multiple different guys when you know, okay, I may have to cover four or five different people in this game. Does that kind of change how you approach a matchup? Um, well, no, because like I say, uh, when we go into film, yeah. We we watch every single player um, on the scouting report, and we have to make sure we know. Like I said, we have to make sure we know their strengths, their weakness. If they're gonna go right hand, if they're left handed, mm-hmm. um, even from the big man. Even though I'm a guard, I have to know what the big man is gonna do, right. just in case I get caught up on a switch, and I know which hand he's gonna go to. I know which shoulder he's gonna turn to. Um, so it doesn't matter um, how many players they play. I just got to know what they do. And I always pay attention to the scout report. Like Coach just say, um, number 10 was a left-hander. Mm-hmm. We know he's going to go left. He's strong left-handed. He's a shooter. Um, you make sure you got to push up when he shoots. 
and um it showed Saturday that he's a great shooter. And um it, it showed that they wasn't a scary team. They they can they can play. They wanted to play against Auburn. It was one of the biggest games on their schedule. Sure. No, and then they came out for it. You could tell they wanted it, but um, go a little bit more into the scouting report. I mean, the is the the detail and how it's prepared. Does it seem different at Auburn than it was at College of Charleston? Um, well, I would say that's that's a good question. Um, I would say the scouting reports it's 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 almost kind of the same, okay, but it's broke down a little bit better at Auburn. Um, I would say the reason why it's broke down a little bit better at Auburn because they teach you like teaching points, meaning and when they run their plays, it, it's, it shows us exactly what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Even when they break down from their play, it shows you their cuts. Um, what's their breakdown play they're going to call? What's their hand signal? Um, it just shows you every single thing where, where at Charleston – we just went through the plays and the personnel of the players and um and the out of bound plays and that really was it. But here we go into every single little detail, which gives you no clue. You have to that means you're gonna remember. We watch it so much, you're gonna yeah. remember. You're gonna remember they play it so easy. Um, like I remember this weekend, I remember this week too, um, watching Yale on film. Right. And we always talk about the back door. You know, um being Ivy League school. You know, we pressure the ball so they like jump up and backdoor them. So um, I just remember in the game on um, Saturday, no backdoor in my head. I pressure the ball so I know they're going to want to try to get me backdoor. So I would stay connected with my man because we would always talk about it on film with Stephen Pearl. And he would he would tell us, do not get backdoor. They're going to come with the ball and backdoor you. They, they want you to help. They want you to come up yeah. and, and backdoor you. So um, I just, in my head, um, that's what I would think, and that's what I would do just off of watching the film, just remembering. Like, I still remember their plays. I still remember what they do. Yeah. No, I, I think that shows, and we've heard this from other players that have played for Coach Pearl, but, I mean, just it, it seems like he's obsessed with teaching. I mean, he never stops coaching. He never stops teaching, and I think that's why you always see his teams get better from the start of the season to the end of the season. I mean, it's just noticeable difference. Some of that, I think, is buy-in, but also just from a basketball standpoint, it seems like his teams get so much smarter as the season goes on. Um, yes, yes. Um, Coach BP, he want to coach to the end, no matter if he up by 50, 60, 40, 20, 30. Yeah. Um, he's one of those coaches you want to push you to the limit. He does that. You know, just to show you, like, we haven't reached our highest limit yet. You know, him as a coach, he's a competitive coach. You know, he try to push his players as much as he can. And that's why I respect him so much. You know, just because we win, I mean, we did something. That's why he always he always on us, giving us motivation, giving us talks. Sure. Because he is win. He wants to see us succeed. And when I first got here, I would ask myself, you know, you know, he's he's always happy, but he want to be happier. Like, you know, he's never satisfied. You know, he, he got a, a, a competitive spirit I've never seen before in a coach. Yeah. And um, that, that just hikes me up. And that just, it keeps me level. Because it keeps me so level, it, it shows, like, it shows, like, you haven't done nothing yet. Right. Kevin, we, we, we still climbing. We, we trying to get to the Final Four still. We trying to get to the top. Mm-hmm. We still count it out. 
and he he shows that in practice during the games um even when we win by 20 he still come in the locker room and they still not satisfied still still mad but i i, I respect that because it shows he fight to the end yeah. and that's why I respect him so much. And he he never tell a lot. He always be honest. Mm -hmm. You never met an honest coach. You never meet lots of honest coaches because him, you know, he's he's honest. He's him. He's BP. He yeah. yells. He give you energy. Um, but I, I just love him as a coach. Yeah, no, it sounds like he's fun to play for. Zep, what do we know about this uh this Nebraska team that you guys are playing this weekend at Atlanta, part of the holiday hoops giving event? Um, well, we haven't watched much film. We haven't watched film yet. Sure. But um, I know they they last four games. They didn't play NC State, Indiana, and they didn't lost. Um, they went they went to NC State and went into two, three overtimes. Um, it was a close game. One hundred mm -hmm. was hundred points to one hundred four. Um, they got a great score, freshman. Um, I think his name is Bryce McGowan's. Um, but um, I know they're gonna come come to play hard against Auburn in Atlanta. Um, they got a couple South Carolina guys, and I know they're going to be pumped up to to play Auburn. You know, being a top twenty-five team, sure. And Nebraska being in the Big Twelve, they want to show they they're going to want to show why the Big Twelve can can play with the SEC basketball. With SEC being the best basketball conference in the world right now in college basketball, um, I think they're going to come out with a fight. I think they're going to come out hungry. Um, so this week is going to be crucial for us. It's going to be very. You, we have to pay attention. Because I think this team can play. This team can. This team gonna come out and, and want to beat us. The game's at ten thirty Central Time. Is that the earliest game that you've played in a while? That's actually the earliest game I've played in college basketball. Since sure, I, I believe it. I believe it. Does that change anything? I mean, you guys have played eleven o'clock tips and stuff. Is it that much different? That don't change anything. Yeah. When we got a lot of, let me tell you, we got a lot of Georgia guys. I know. I know Nebraska is gonna be excited to play. But let me tell you, we're gonna be excited to play. We got like five or six Georgia guys, mm -hmm. meaning we're gonna see our family. Our right. family gets us up close in Atlanta, in Georgia. From Georgia guys, we got a lot of scouts, a lot of this, that. We're gonna come out with so much energy. It's gonna be contagious. With our head cut off. Right. I'm I'm so excited to play just to see my family, just to see people from Augusta come in and watch. And see how Auburn basketball is. Instead of seeing it on TV, they get to see it in person. They they actually get to see it live. So it it gets it makes your heart warm when you see it. It gets you cringe. It, it makes you like, let's go. I love it. I love it. Yeah, and and an event like this. I mean, the holiday hoops giving. I mean, that's a pretty cool thing. A lot of people are going to have that on their TVs this weekend, uh, especially with with college football kind of trailing out now and and not a whole lot of action happening. Um, this weekend, that's going to be a big primetime event. No doubt, with a lot of with a lot of great teams. Yeah, um, but I think you know with Auburn, I don't know why we got the first game. You know, I, sure. I thought we should have been the last game. Mm -hmm. um, the headliner and one of the best teams in the tournament. But I, I, I take I take eleven eleven o'clock game or what it may be. But you know, we still gonna have the, the best fans show up in the, in the arena in the State Farm Arena. We're going to have the most fans in the arena. So that's why I was like, I don't know why we're playing last, but we'll make it work. We'll make it happen. That's right. You know? That's right. Zep, you mentioned rankings. You mentioned the top 25 team. 
Uh, the net rankings came out. The NCAA put those out today. Auburn is ranked 16th. That is fourth in the SEC. Um, you know, when you, when you look at all these analytics scores and all that, they're ranking Auburn way ahead. I mean, uh, some 10 to, you know, nine to 10 spots higher than where like the AP and the coaches poll have you guys. Is that a comforting thing? Is that something you even look at? Um, well, sometimes I, I don't look at it because I, I be telling myself and it really, it really doesn't mean nothing. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's always good to, to see your team and see the team being those type of spots. Right. Like I said, I always tell you, I always want to be the underdog. Coming to games, um, it's better to be the underdog because it gives you more hunger. Mm-hmm. You feed off that. Just seeing people don't respect us. Um, like I still see people, some people still think we, we're not good. I, I love that because right. we have to show them. Don't ride the bandwagon when we, when we, when we beat the top teams. Don't say we good then, mm-hmm. because I feel like people want to jump on it when we win. But when we when we all see who thinks we're not good, we all see the tweets, we all see people saying this, people saying that. Right. But we enjoy that. We want that because it it gives us hunger. It gives us fight inside. It it's, it makes us want to play harder when you see those type of things. But with them putting us in the network net rankings. Um, I I think it's I think it's pretty good. It it shows up as a good resume, mm-hmm. you know, for in the long run for the NCAA tournament, yeah. um, top tier um teams, top tier one teams, top tier two teams. Um, it's it's good um to get those type of net rankings um for the long run. Zep, a ton of folks right now on the football side of things have entered the transfer portal. From experience, and I'm sure there's some minor differences between sport, football, and basketball, but what are these guys going through right now that all over the country are entering the transfer portal? Um, well, I've, I've been seeing um, a lot of guys in the transfer portal for football. Um, I know a lot of things going through their mind right now, especially you know if you want one of the top players this season. But just being an okay player is, is good to enter the portal. But you got to know what you're doing in the portal because if you don't know what you're doing in the portal, you won't get nothing. You'll, mm-hmm. you'll regret the mistake you've done for life. It'll come hunch for life. But those top players, um, they're gonna be set. Um, they're gonna be to go be able to go to any school they wanna go to. So it's kinda it's kinda good for them. And um it's just about making the best decision of your life. Because you can go from a you can go from a mid major school and go to a high major school and you had the best time of your life and win a championship. And and you've um, told the story before, Zep, but as soon as you press the enter button to to go into the portal how long was it till you got a phone call? I got a phone call like a minute, minute later. I walked. I walked where was out it from? Out. Remind me where it was from. Um, I got an offer. I, I got an offer. As soon as I got out the um out the portal from Seton Hall, Seton Hall. That's right. At Big East, the Big East school. And um, how long did it take for Auburn to call? It took them like an hour. Okay. It took them an hour. As soon as I got, as a matter of fact, as soon as I sat down in my seat at home, Auburn called. Was it Bruce that called? It was it was Stephen Pearl. Stephen Pearl. Okay. That was my that was my recruiter. But um I actually got a call. I actually got a call from BP on the line with on the line with Stephen Pearl. Got it. I'm um, in the transfer portal with my trainer, Coach Rob Allen. And uh we got on the phone call and, and talked and, and just, just have a regular conversation, you know, just being a cool guy, not being a coach who 
who want to talk your head off and talk about the the wrong things. A lot of coaches lie to you when you enter the transfer portal, and they talk about, oh, you do this, you do this, and that trans, and I um and I and I and I program. But BP, he he didn't he didn't talk about that. He just got on the phone. It was him. That's why I liked him. He was him. He was nobody else. Stephen Pearl was him. He he was he was a hundred percent on what he told me and I believed everything he said and ever since I got here he'd been 100 with me um BP been 100 with me and I respect that and every coach on the coaching staff has been 100 with me they push you to the limit they push you so you can't go no more do you imagine it's a similar thing with football though as soon as somebody enters they get a million phone calls no doubt no yeah. doubt um especially like if you if you're a great player um ESPN top 100 player entering the portal um I, I imagine them getting a lot of phone call, phone calls from top twenty five um, ranked football teams. Um, I know like there's some football teams playing in the bowl still, but you know they're they're getting the calls right now. It's it's gonna be crazy, especially when football season get over with. Right, it's gonna get crazy for those dudes in the transfer portal, and they're gonna it's, it's gonna make them happy. It's actually gonna make them feel like I ain't work for nothing. Um, me mm-hmm. in the transfer portal, seeing me getting all these calls. And it's like some people think before coming to college, they didn't get those, oh, Alabama's, Auburn's, right. um, Ole Miss, um, those, Oregon. They didn't get those type of calls before com- before coming to college. Now, them entering the transfer portal, they're getting them type of calls. So it's like, dang, I, I really work hard in college. Now I'm getting those calls. I feel, I, it's like, this is what I worked for my whole yeah. life. Now I can succeed. Now I can get it. And now it's like, it's, it's going to boost their confidence to another level. Zep, was there any sense of urgency with, with the portal stuff just because of the whole, um, you know, there were more kids in the portal than there were, like, scholarships available? Yes, it it, it was a lot. It was like 1,000, 1,200, It was a bunch. It was a bunch. A bunch of kids, and when I seen it, when I entered the portal, it was like 700, 800 kids. But I really, I wasn't worried about um, if I wasn't going to get a scholarship because I knew, I knew coming into the portal that my name was going to be hot off the season I had and what I bring to the table, like defense and offense, being right. a two-way player. Um, that's oh, why I, I, I remember when you entered the portal, a bunch of articles came out. I, I remember reading about you before, uh, before you were even linked to Auburn. Yeah, so I remember entering the portal and I, I was like, you know, let, let's see, let's see how this, see how it's gonna turn out. Like, but I had, I always had Auburn in my mind. I always had Auburn. As soon as I, before I entered the portal, you know, I would do my research and where I'm gonna go. But Auburn was always top three. Yeah, Auburn was always on that. It, it was that I had a slot, and I would never let Auburn go, never. Mm-hmm. And it's like, as soon as I committed, it's like. Justin Powell left. Um, it was a, it was another kid left. I forgot his name, but uh, he's a shooter. He left too. This the yeah. next day. Yeah, Jamal Johnson transferred out. Jamal Johnson. Yep. The next day, I committed. I committed. And I say, and it's crazy how it works. It's, it's crazy. I looked up Auburn roster. I was saying March, in March, and I was saying, look how I fit in this program. I, I didn't talk to Stephen Pearl. Bruce Pearl, none of the coaches. I was like, look how I fit in this roster. Yeah. I was telling my trainer that. And he was like, Yeah, you will fit in this roster. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, like it was like a done deal, really. But I still would talk to coaches. I knew I was coming to Auburn, but 
it was like, it was like, dang. Just in case, I got I, I got to talk to other coaches too. Sure. But yeah. Like, no, I get it. Do what's best for you, when man. I first, when I first started talking to BP, I just I fell in love with him, and um, I love him as a coach. I yeah. love him as a coach. I don't care how much he yell at me, what he tell me to do. Uh huh. He's 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 the goat. He's the, he's the goat, and I, and I love him for that. No, I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome. Zep, thank you for your time as always, brother. We'll talk again next week. All right. All right. Be sure to tune in tomorrow. This has been Locked on Auburn. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.